Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Well, we've made it to Friday and what promises to be a big sports weekend. This is your morning buzzcast for Friday, October 16th. I'm Abe Madcore. Good morning. Hope everybody's ready for a weekend. There's going to be a lot of big sports events. Last night, NLCS, they had over 11,000 for the first time at Globe Life Field for the Braves Dodgers. That is just shy of that 11,500 capacity. But AL and NLCSs both continue over the weekend. Big focus on college football. I'm watching the Today Show as I do this. They'll have a big piece on the state of college football amid the coronavirus later in their show. A lot of focus on Georgia-Alabama Saturday night. Easily one of the biggest college football games of the regular season. Meanwhile, Alabama coach Nick Saban said that he was feeling good yesterday. He hopes to be a part of Saturday's game. Now remember, NCAA rules prohibit in-game communication with anyone on the staff while they're in quarantine. And Saban could not travel to the stadium if he's in quarantine either. But if Saban has three negative tests, including the second two in a 24-hour span, he could conceivably be on the sideline for Saturday's game in Tuscaloosa. Over at the NFL, as of this morning, as of this buzzcast, Sunday's Falcons-Vikings game is still scheduled to be played at U.S. Bank Stadium following positive COVID tests with the Falcons. As long as the Falcons don't return positive tests today, they are expected to reopen their facilities and Sunday's game is still scheduled to be on. The latest organization to watch is the Indianapolis Colts. They announced this morning that several people in the organization have tested positive for COVID. So keep your eye on the Indianapolis Colts. Our own Mark J. Burns and Chris Smith broke some news last night related to MLS. That's Orlando City SC may be close to a deal. Majority owner Flavio Augusto Del Silva is nearing the final stages of a sale to an unknown buyer. It's not sure if his entire sports holdings portfolio, which includes the NWSL Orlando Pride and two USL teams, would be included in the sale. Now, Orlando joined MLS in 2015 after Silva paid a $70 million expansion fee. Now, the team has been on the market for a while. It's been well known that DeSilva is really looking to flip the organization. He has never been seen as a long-term player in the sport. What you want to watch here is what will be the purchase price. We're hearing a purchase price could be north of $400 million if it includes all the assets. That would be quite a return for De Silva based on his $70 million expansion fee. They also have a new facility in Orlando, and so that team could be well poised for future success. The other thing to watch, this is not the only MLS team for sale. As you know, Real Salt Lake is on the market. In fact, that includes an NWSL team as well. So there's a major soccer portfolio for sale in Utah. And it's been known for some time that the Houston Dynamo could be in play as well. So what we're trying to see here, what are the valuations that these MLS teams are going to get on the open market? I think they're going to be quite significant. And I'm interested to see who the potential buyers are, of course. Shifting to the NHL. 
If you missed this story in yesterday's Sports Business Daily, you might want to check it out because Golden Knights owner Bill Foley may have spoken out of turn. On a local show, he suggested that because of the surge in coronavirus cases in Canada, that the NHL is considering having the seven Canadian teams play in their own division. Now, that's not new news, but it's the first time an NHL owner has acknowledged that could be the case. He was quoted as saying teams are going to be playing in the Canadian division next year. And that would leave the 24 teams based in the U.S. to play in a separate geographic division. Now, this is not confirmed at all, but certainly it does add some heft when a team owner suggests it. He also said he thinks the season will begin February 1, not January 1st, and consist of 48 or 56 games to finish before the Summer Olympics that open in July. So that's a pretty interesting piece of news there that Bill Foley might have spoken and wish he maybe had back. But keep your eye on all of those elements. I want to end with some news about people today. First, how about a hat tip to Rockets general manager Daryl Morey? I've always been a fan. I've known him for years. He was a 40 under 40 member years ago. He stepped down yesterday after 13 years with the Rockets and his legacy is well known. Okay. He changed the way basketball GMs put teams together. He was a different sort of general manager. He didn't come from the personnel side. In fact, he was a money guy and he was in different lines of business business before getting into basketball, but he applied an analytical and money ball tactic that was well ahead of its time. Now, we all know Daryl Morey's had a difficult year. It started when he tweeted support for Hong Kong protesters in October. That led to a major story around the league. And, of course, the Rockets have never been able to win that ultimate NBA championship under his leadership. But still, his legacy is secure. He's not ruling out a future return to the NBA, but he's increasingly looking at opportunities outside of basketball. I can tell you this, Daryl Morey can write his own ticket. He's incredibly thoughtful. He thinks big. This is a gentleman that not only was general manager of the team, but he created the MIT Sloan Analytics Conference with Jessica Gelman on his spare time. Oh, and you know what else he did? He wrote musicals in his spare time. So incredibly thoughtful and incredibly a big thinker and incredibly bright. So again, keep your eye on where Daryl Morey ends up. Also, I don't want the week to end without noting the accomplishments of Lakers CEO Jeannie Buss. Now, we know on Sunday she became the first female controlling owner to win an NBA championship. And just think about her recent journey. She's really led in the last year really effectively. This team has struggled for more than five years, remember? She battled with her brother over control of the franchise. She started, had a lot of doubters both in the league and in the city of Los Angeles and state of California and Laker fans about her leadership, about her circle of trust, but she was able to land LeBron. She led the team through the painful grief of losing Kobe Bryant. She tuned out all the criticism from her critics, and she was able to lead in a very straightforward, honest, and real way. And now she has an NBA championship. One thing people should know, Jeannie Buss has the utmost respect across league executives. Every team president I speak to admires Jeannie Buss respects her, looks at her for leadership. She has a lot of fans on the business side of sports. 
So on the outside, while there were a lot of critics about her decision making, I can tell you within league circles, she still is incredibly well thought of. And there are a lot of people very pleased to see her hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy this year. So congrats to Jeannie Buss, whose accomplishments should not be overlooked. And finally, yesterday we talked on the Buzzcast a lot about ratings, and I asked for some feedback, and I got some great feedback, and I appreciate everybody who sent me an email or a text and giving me their thoughts on why ratings are down largely across sports properties. Here's a couple of the takeaways. I'm not going to use their names because I didn't get the okay to use their names, but one reader cited the weather. Take away the areas of the U.S. threatened by hurricanes and the weather across the United States since Labor Day has been exceptional. That was one person's reasoning for the ratings to being down. Another was all the postseason playoff games at the same time has definitely cut into each league's total. There was probably a little too much sports in September and October and fatigue has set in. And also this person states the average sports fan was overwhelmed with all the choices and also cited by this person as I noted a couple of times, with all the things going on in our nation right now, many people are tuning out to everything completely. Another reader had a very interesting perspective that he believes sports are too entwined with the daily grind of life right now and that people are looking for any way they can to escape from thinking about the coronavirus for some period of time. And when they watch sports, it reminds them too much about the coronavirus. This person wrote, sports has forever been a vehicle for escapism from the trials and tribulations of daily life. In the age of COVID, turning on a game doesn't provide the same escapism as one would hope. He also added that sports does not offer the same escapism as binging a Netflix show and is perhaps driving more people towards these other channels for a reprieve. That was an angle I had not thought of and I thought very interesting. If you have other ideas on why ratings could be down, Please continue to give me your feedback. I love to read it, and I'll share it on the Morning Buzzcast. So, it is Friday. I hope everyone has a great weekend. That was your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, October 16th. I'm Abe Madcor. Stay healthy, stay well, stay safe, be good to each other, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.